Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Oh, hey there. Welcome back, Solar Warrior. Happy Friday. I love the Friday crowd. You are such committed, infinite learners. Hey, if you're unfamiliar, we call this Flashback Friday, and it's my way of giving you a glimpse back at something we did recently that I think you should have a listen to. Whether it's content from one of our many live events, like the SPI Podcast Lounge, or perhaps a replay of older archived episodes that have garnered thousands of downloads, or maybe just a glimpse at what was published on the podcast this last week. This is yet one more way that you can learn and grow with us here on Suncast. Well, this week's Flashback Friday is with my good friend, John Powers, whose podcast Experts Only is also required listening if you are into the solar and and finance side of our business, as well as the eponymous Mr. Barry Cinnamon, one of the entrepreneurs I admire most in our business. He's got a long track record, not just as a solar entrepreneur, but also as a broadcaster with his show, The Energy Show, that has been syndicated in California for quite some time. I admire both of these gentlemen for their ability to navigate uh, conversations that are deep and rich and invited them to join me at the podcast lounge in Salt Lake City specifically to talk about what is going on today within the realm of podcasting and how folks in business are leveraging the power of podcasting to broadcast their message and not just to start their own podcast as the three of us have done, but give some tips or we give some tips on how you as well can leverage the power of this fast growing medium for your own business. So be sure to listen closely here as the three of us tease out the power of podcasting in this uh, roundtable discussion. Hope you enjoy. Remember, you can always find the resources and learn more about today's guests, recommendations, etc. on the blog at mysuncast.com. So get ready to tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, as we tune in to another powerful conversation here on Suncast. I am hanging out with two of the guys I admire most in the podcasting industry, guys who've been doing it long enough to have learned a thing or three. Barry Cinnamon of Cinnamon Energy and John Powers of Clean Capital. Welcome to the Podcast Lounge, guys. Thanks for having us. All right. Thanks, Nico. Indeed. This is a lot of fun. I'm really excited and honestly honored to grace the stage with you guys. I've had the honor of having John uh, recently on Suncast. And Barry, we've talked about it a number of times. We're going to have to make it happen. We have, uh, I, I, I would be remiss not to mention as well, thanks to Clean Capital for being a session sponsor and helping make this whole uh, event possible. It's, uh, it's really been an honor for us. I, I love the fact that we're sitting in the middle of the SPI within a glass glass booth having a conversation. Uh, it's, it's so awesome. It's, it's, it's exactly what I envisioned last year. And, uh, you know, it came together in fits and starts. And I, I'm, I shared this vision with you, I don't know, four months ago. Yep. 
and it, we're here we are. We're sitting here. Carly uh, helped make this happen. So what I want to talk about today is really like tactical topic. It seems like everywhere you turn, there's another podcast popping up, right? I've had Suncast for coming up on four years next week. Barry's show since 2013. Yeah. Yeah, Cinnamon. It's called The Energy Show, right? Yeah. Man, yep. did you trademark that? Because that's like you were one of the, you had to have been the first to come out with that. Yeah, it's hard to trademark something yeah. that generic. The Energy Show. And Clean Capital is called? Experts Only. Experts Only. Right after this, by the way, is going to be another phenomenal, uh, what, hour or so yep. with Solar Change Makers. We're going to have an, ep- an episode of Experts Only. So we'll talk about that right at the end. Sure. But first, let's jump in. Why start a podcast at all? Barry, why did you start The Energy Show? It was actually accidental. Um, We're focused doing solar and now battery storage installations in Silicon Valley, San Jose area. And I want to be able to reach customers not through newspaper advertising, not just through internet advertising, but something on the radio. And I was friends with the owner of a radio station called KLIV. It was an all-news station in San Jose. I'd been on it a bunch of times, and I decided to do a, a weekly show. So I started that, and it was really good locally. The podcast part came a little bit after that. I said, gee, I got all, these, uh, all this content. How can I repurpose it to get to people who may not have been listening to the radio during the day? And that's how I started the podcast, and uh, it's been working out pretty well ever since. 2013, and this was, uh, you know, how were you syndicating your show at the time? When you turned it into a podcast, you pulled the file from the radio station and... And I just put it on our mailing list and we mailed it out to our uh, customers, our you prospects. Like attach the audio to your mail, to an email? Uh, we, we actually did it as kind of a newsletter, as a separate email. So it wasn't just an email, it was a nice content email. Mm. And, and one of the challenges that we always had, which is extra work, obviously, in addition yeah. to editing is we always put together three or four paragraphs of text. Yeah. Because a lot of people won't right. listen to it. They'll just, hey, if this looks interesting, that's right. then they'll click. So that, that's the, the process. Yeah, it's, it's actually an interesting point, which is what are the, and we, we don't need to go into this exactly right now, but I want to make a placeholder. What are the tips and tricks from a marketing perspective to actually get earballs on your show, right? So right. we'll come back to that. But, John, why Clean Capital as a finance entity starting experts only? Yeah, you know, and, I, I and maybe go back to actually the the origin of the. Yeah, so you know, when we I've in my previous life and both at, at Clean Capital, but also when I was in government, I did a lot of speaking and was a lot of panels, had conversations, and flash back a few years ago, we were at a conference in Dallas, and I was uh, moderating a panel that was right before uh, drinks, and the audio was terrible. But it was a phenomenal conversation between a leading researcher at Bank of America and a guy from Goldman Sachs. And I thought to myself, like, why? I, I want to capture this. Mm-hmm. And a good friend of mine had been a podcaster. Uh, and his, we talked about this, John Dumas was yeah. his roommate. And uh, he literally sent me a list of stuff I needed to start a podcast. Like, went to my partners and said, I'm either going to start this on the side or as part of Clean Capital. And uh, I, from a branding perspective, I'm a big skier. So I wanted to take the double black diamonds and figure out how to incorporate that into a... And so that's what we call it Experts Only. Yeah, I love that. And for those who are familiar with podcast uh, lore and like the, the pantheon of podcasting, surely will live John Dumas. He's a daily podcaster on business topics and entrepreneur on fire. I think that's such a hilarious connection. that We're, yeah. we're both friends with John. I started my show because John said that I should start a show in solar. And I'm, I've known John because I was dabbling in, uh, in podcasting I was working for Conergy. I was living in Miami, and I was kite surfing. 
And I called John up and I said, hey, I'm thinking of starting a, a kite surf podcast. And he's like, do you kite surf every day? I'm like, no. He says, what do you do every day? I'm like, solar. He's like, why not start a solar podcast? Yeah. And I said, no, 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 that's too close to home, right? You got to diversify. You get, <laughs> I got I to gotta keep this uh, a little bit more diversified than that. But one day I was on the phone in the Connergy uh, office talking with Adam James, who at the time was an analyst at Green Tech Media. And he would call as he was, was, uh, uh, was prone to do couple of weeks to try and get market insight and the conversations we would have would go for 30 45 minutes and similarly i just said to him one day i said adam we should record this and he goes no they'll never let me record it and i'm like well let me record it (laughs) so we agreed to co-host a show that became suncast and he was my first guest and that was and then he bailed he was like can't do it they won't even let me co-host so that's how suncast was born uh and for me i didn't have uh a, a target audience in mind other than the curiosity of being an entrepreneur right and i was stepping out to start my own consulting business little did i realize that my insight uh was was highly accurate that by podcasting not only could i create thought leadership for myself as a as an expert in the industry but that i would start to attract other leaders in the industry around and and into into my vortex which meant as a consultant things started to happen, right? And dots just started getting connected. And that for me was really powerful. And and I think that a lot of folks want to start a podcast these days where, you know, when we started podcasts, there were maybe a couple hundred thousand. Now there's almost seven, eight hundred thousand podcasts on iTunes. Is it still a relevant channel for thought leadership if you're jumping into that? I think from our perspective, from experts only, we looked at, say, what what do we want to focus on? Mm -hmm. And we, as a company, at Clean Capital, focus on finance, right? And we wanted to focus on, uh, obviously, clean energy, but we looked at where is the intersection for us, and the intersection was energy, innovation, and finance. And if we kept in that tight shock group, we could differentiate ourselves from the energy gang, the energy show, what, whatever's out there, because it was, it was a sort of a unique push. The second part about it, honestly, I had a little bit of a different approach. I just wanted to talk to people that I was interested in mm. and see what I can pull out of them and learn about what's going on in electric vehicles. Or I just interviewed the CEO of Proterra Bus on and microgrids from the venture capital side and maybe enlighten myself on what's coming down the pipeline here. And uh, it's really worked. I mean, it's been something that I have fascinating conversations and I'm really glad other people are listening. <laughs> yeah, for me, um, I do a weekly radio show, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a treadmill to stay on that, to come it up is, with good yeah. content. I've got an appointment at noon in the studio every Thursday, and uh, as long as I have good guests, and the guests have always been fantastic, or good content, I'm able to package it in a way that's going to be of interest to really two market segments. One, Silicon Valley businesses and homeowners who are interested in solar, and two, more the solar industry and the storage industry at large. This is about new trends. And so I try and try and stick to those two factors. And, you know, it, it's just uh, been kind of rolling along ever since. Barry, can I ask that. you a question? What's, what does the infrastructure look like below you to run a weekly podcast? I've got a good producer in the studio that, yeah. that comes up with uh, the raw files. And then I've got a, a VP of marketing, Gary Mull, who I've been working with for 20 plus years, who actually will kind of condense those down into a 20 minute bite. take out anything that's kind of not objective and promotional and uh, then Gary and I write the the, the description which is a a bunch of work Mm -hmm. it's actually and and then plus the other part is 
Wednesday nights, I'm trying to figure out if I don't have a guest, what the heck I'm going right, to talk right. about Thursday morning. <laughs> so it's it's just a treadmill, but it works. Yeah, yeah, but you know, creating any sort of content is a treadmill. A blog is a treadmill. The thing, totally. the truth is, in the new world that we're in, which is content marketing, you just have to get good at the habit and the practice of doing it. Yeah, right, it's true. And it, the, and what I know that you we spoke about this. The more you do it, the more momentum you gain. And this is like this is the same in project development. It's the same in car sales. The more you do it, the better you get at it. The process of that content management, I think, is really interesting, right? So I'd like to, if we take a couple of minutes on this, do you have you uncovered strategies or tips and tricks for marketing your show? You mentioned the description. What are the key touch points that you think about when you're trying to feel figure out how to attract folks to your show to listen to it where 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 do you spend time in the gym you know the 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 key point for me isn't really a feature but it's just the way it's developed is i i strive to make sure that the content that goes out on the podcast is objective and relevant to our list there's more and more people that are interested in solar and storage Um, as long as it's objective they won't tune it out but if I get too promotional, if there's an advertisement on there, if it's too self-centered, they may just not that be, be that yeah. interested. But when it's objective, they recommend it to other people, and it keep, keeps rolling from there. That's true. It's funny you say that, because I feel like I've, I've rarely talked about clean capital itself on the show. And if I do, I always caveat it to folks. I'm like, I don't really talk about this much. I'm going to talk about what we're doing for a second. Yeah. The other piece is, I think you said earballs early, er, earlier, but eyeballs get earballs, ear right? Ear right? Balls. So... You've got to really think through, for us, it's social media. Right? Yeah. How do we take our podcast that uh, has been recorded and then get it through LinkedIn, through Facebook, through Twitter? You know, if we had the chief environmental officer of Microsoft, you know, tag them and get them to retweet it and really start to get the word out. And that's just continued to build momentum. And, you know, we, you know we're not uh, the energy gang. We don't have uh, nearly as many listeners, but we've got a good listenership. And every, you know every episode it grows, and you can see the numbers in every episode it grows. I know your numbers, and they're getting they're creeping up on my numbers. So don't yeah, that was a humble that was a humble statement. But you guys are doing something right. I've always thought that commercial solar should have an easy button for financing, just like residential solar. But credit ultimately has been the gating item until now. Energetic Insurance levels the playing field so that project developers can now offer the same electricity savings to small and medium businesses that were previously reserved for the large commercial buyers in the U.S. Their in-their-rate credit cover policy provides the missing link, or that easy button I mentioned earlier, for commercial solar. It's basically the FICO score that we're so familiar with in residential solar. And it enables savvy developers and investors to quickly finance commercial solar projects. Don't take my word for it. Check it out for yourself. Go to energeticinsurance.com forward slash suncast and submit your projects today. What do you got to lose? 70% of projects qualify and the review process is drop dead easy. Go hit the easy button on commercial solar at energeticinsurance.com forward slash suncast. Hey, are you losing commercial solar sales because of high demand charges that minimize the ROI for your customer? Extensible Energy's Demand X software is an affordable new solution for reducing peak demand charges by 30%. No batteries required. Extensible's intelligent software analyzes solar production, utility rates, weather data, and more. Then it crunches that data, monitors solar and flexible loads, and automatically reduces peak demand spikes, increasing your customer's ROI and decreasing payback time. 
head to extensibleenergy.com forward slash suncast for a free demand charge analysis for your project and to learn more about Extensible's partner program for commercial solar installers. You can learn more at extensibleenergy.com forward slash suncast. We think a lot about the, the, um, the guests, but then how do we also tie it into you know, our newsletter that we send out, our social media pieces, and how we sort of have conversations um, that I think are relevant in, in, in places like this, right? The reason we're doing the, and wanted to sponsor it here to Solar Power International is, you know, we want uh, more folks tuned into these conversations we're having because there's not, many people come here to this show we're at today, 30,000, right? And I'd like to wager how many actually go to a sit-down uh, panel. Very few, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're getting their updates and their sponsorship and their, or not sponsorship, but their education yeah. through the stuff that you guys are doing. So I want to ask one follow-up question to you, Barry, and I also want to introduce Josh Porter, who is uh, Solar Coaster Radio out in Hawaii. You guys are killing it, having fun out in Hawaii with your daily, with your weekly radio show as well, same as this Barry. This is Barry Cinnamon this over here? This is the Barry Cinnamon. The Barry Cinnamon. Yeah. I got to shake his yeah, hands. I, I have a face for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> And John Powers. With John, hello, John. How you doing, buddy? Good. So I saw I saw Josh hanging out outside the podcast booth, and it's not fair uh, <laughs> for to Jason Burkott, who's his partner, to not be able to come in. But as we wrap up, I have two quick questions. Actually, you just said is it relevant to our list? One of the things I've been discussing with the folks that partner with me on the podcast is exactly that. Where is the channel that you market to? Is it social media or are we driving people back to what we already know works, which is an email list, right? And how important is the email list in the, in the age of podcasting? Yeah, it's, a good, it's a good question, and, and you guys made me feel a little bit inadequate talking about the numbers. I have no clue what my numbers are <laughs> at all. I've never really looked at it. I'm not doing any third-party marketing, but it's really working within our, our area, with Silicon Valley, and, and the solar industry stuff in, in general is, is more just of a, a, a beneficial byproduct. But to confirm me to get to your question, I we do email it out, but it, social media has become our biggest tool. Yeah. Uh, we do, you know, Any particular it, social media channel? We have a, a pretty regular standing set of tweets we'll send out. Yeah. I think LinkedIn actually has turned into really more, much more effective than Facebook for yeah. us. Love LinkedIn. Because um, you can also, you know, we can target, and we don't do targeted stuff for the social media, for the podcast, we do for the company. And you can look at solar developers, you can look at folks in the industry. Um, you know, and I just think professionally, it's where people that care about the stuff that we care about are, are spending more time than, yep. you know, my high school buddy that I haven't seen in 20 years that's on Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, we've been thinking a lot about how to take that long form and break it up into really interesting little bites and then throw it out there on social and then see what works and what sticks. You guys are seeing traction on, on Instagram as well, right? Y- yeah, recently. Certainly today. <laughs> but I mean, recently, and you know, it's new to us, right? So we're constantly exploring that. But you find fun ways to break up that content. And if there's something that happened in that show, a lot of the times these shows are an exploration. We learn, right, as podcasters or as totally. radio show people. And then when you learn, you go, wow, that was really something that hit me. Or, what, hey, mom, what did you think? And, and neighbor, what did you think? And then when they bring up that thing, that's the thing I'll say to my, uh, my, my, my consultant to help me to break that up into some interesting little tidbit and then shoot it out into cyberspace. And if it works, double down, do it again. But always point back to the long form audio. At least that's how we've been doing it. Frankly, we don't have an email list. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. I'll tell you the other piece of our secret sauce, interns. Yeah. We have a marketing intern partnership with University of Buffalo. Wow. We specifically, we, we market the internship as being a producer on the podcast, and we give them credit Jeez. at the end of the podcast. Nice. And going back to content marketing, I have my memo prepared for me, 
you know, all the deep research on, yep. a, on a, someone we're interviewing by an intern. And then we, it, it, it's really interesting for them. It's interesting for me. And it literally is uh, a great way of saving money. Yeah. <laughs> so time for one last question. A piece of advice or the perhaps the best thing that's happened for you or your business through the podcast? I would just say that the advice for anybody doing podcasts, at least in my experience, is make sure it's regular and make sure it's objective. And those are the two things that's worked for us. Yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. I, I think the interesting thing for me is seeing what started off as a pull from my network, trying to get people to be on, to now seeing people coming or communications firms sending people over. You know, that I did not expect that at all. And it's for me, I get to sort of pick and choose the people I want to talk to, and right. I love it. So. Right. There's so much. I don't know which one to pick, but I, I guess the opportunity to be able to be, to constantly learn in the podcast, yep. and then also when you develop a, a, a level of uh, understanding in a certain area, business comes your way. So, and I heard you say talk about that, right? That you have that kind of uh, uh, people that trust and respect and want to be able to work yeah. with you. That's a tremendous advantage. So, I think that's one of the coolest things that's happened. And, yeah. You know, and I'd say the way that the solar and storage industry is evolving, especially on the residential and commercial scale. Um, it, it's really focused on companies that have been around for a while. Yeah. This is going to be a maintenance and a repair and an upgrade business. True. And you look at the HVAC industry, the companies that have been around for a while, they also get a lot of the new business, and yeah. that's going to evolve for us. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you know, and as we wrap it, round it out here, you know, for me, I was born with a microphone in my hand. I literally <laughs> was singing on, on the stage in church at two years old. I went to school thinking I would be a professional musician. When I discovered podcasting, I was like, well, this is a great way for a washed-up old white guy to figure out how to get back on stage. The coolest thing for me is to be able to have folks now reach out and say, hey, we heard about Suncast. Uh, or I've had, I'll tell you, actually, this is my answer. The coolest thing that's happened for me is I've had at least five, I can think of one in particular for Nicola Power, at least five people, uh, majority female, reach out and say, I've listened to every single show and I credit your podcast with helping me get a job in the industry. Oh, wow. Is it good for oh, dating? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, so one extra bonus. If uh, for all of the, we didn't get to the question and so we'll hold that one for our next, our next round table. I was going to say, is there a secret to podcasting? And I think that the secret to podcasting that so few people in our industry are exploring is not hosting, but guesting. Getting on a podcast ah. is, in my view, the single <laughs> most leverage you can have within podcasts. So that's, that's my final answer. And, th and that's why John, Josh, and I are so happy that you joined yes, us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thanks for joining us here for this Podcasters Roundtable at the Podcast Lounge. We're, we're, we're living meta right now. Let's do it again next year. Yeah, absolutely. we got Clean Capital uh, sponsoring a session coming up on... Uh, solar uh, change makers, and we're going to talk about where the industry's come in the last year and where people see it coming in energy, energy and solar. And we're gonna, it's going to be an episode live of the experts only, which we just talked yeah. about. I think I saw Adam Browning hanging out around here, so we're going to get the ball rolling on the experts only show. I'll leave you with all of my gratitude. Thank you so much, Barry, John, and Josh. Thank right. you, Nico. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's a wrap on today's conversation, Solar Warrior. But if you're hankering for more, you can find the resources and highlights from this and every discussion along with social media links for today's guest, book recommendations, and more on the blog at mysuncast.com. 
And that's also where you'll find other ways to engage with this Suncast tribe, like subscribing to our weekly emails, or even joining our exclusive inner circle we affectionately refer to as the Guild. If you've been wondering how you can partner with Suncast as a sponsor, get coaching from Nico to help scale your clean energy business, transition into the solar industry, or maybe just commune with other like-minded souls, you can find all that and more online at mysuncast.com. Check out the members section or the work with me section. We keep a running list of our live events where Nico is going to be in the world. I'm referring to myself in the third person here. I do travel a lot and we tell you, generally speaking, where I'm going to be on the website. And you can also learn how to participate and learn more from Suncast. Thanks again to our sponsors who help make this podcast possible. You can learn more about them and see if it's something that you'd be interested in doing at mysuncast.com forward slash sponsor. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, Solar Warrior. It's half the battle.